Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March 28th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode and my daily coronavirus rant. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, coronavirus rant. Um, again, I implore you to research flu viruses. Um, know the symptoms. Know what to do. Have a plan. Um, this thing is not getting any better. Um, so get whatever, you know, PPE stuff you can get. Um, and just, just be prepared, man. Cause you know, it may or may not be, um, doctors available to help you at least that's what they're saying on the news they're, they're saying they might have to get to a point where they have to choose who is gonna live and who's gonna die so i'm not gonna be in that situation so i'm gonna do whatever i can myself to fight this thing off um and just from the you know if you don't have it be thankful this this is the this is really a time to be thankful you know, because some millions of people in this country don't have a job. Millions of people. And this is just amazing to me that, you know, just fear and um, anger and um, just survival by any means hasn't consumed this country yet. I, I It's lasted longer than I thought it would. I, I thought we would be like, you know you know civil war right now i didn't i didn't think we could go this long but you know it just says that um this country is there is something good within this country so um but you you can't keep the one thing i agree with trump on you can't keep this country closed for too much longer because crime will you know it will start you know, people are going to get tired of sitting in the house and not, you know, with uncertainty. You know, it's going to start. So you have to open this country back up and put people to work. And, you know, I think just for me now, I could, go, you know, obviously if I had it, I wouldn't want to infect anybody else. But, you know, I got to eat. I got to have a place to live. I got to pay these bills. So, you know, it is what it is, man. And that's just my philosophy. I'm not trying to influence anybody to do anything. I'm just, I'm speaking from my point of view on this thing. Um, so that's my daily coronavirus rant. Um, let's get into this Florida Florida State stuff. Uh, first up is Everett Brown. Overrated or underrated? And he went to Florida State from 2005 to 2008. He redshirted his freshman year. He's from Stantonsburg, North Carolina. Um, 
I didn't even know he was from North Carolina. Uh, 13 and a half career sacks. Uh, 36 um, career tackles at Florida State. Um, and he was a second round pick of the Carolina Panthers. His um, playing career really didn't last that long. He played two years in Carolina. One year in San Diego One year in Dallas One year in Washington And he only had um, Two and a half sacks for his career So um, I'm going to say he was overrated I think he was drafted too high Um, His senior year Um, let's see, let's look at his stats, his senior year. His senior year, he had 13 and a half, uh, let's see, that doesn't even, oh, okay, I got the sacks wrong. For his sacks, he had 23 career sacks. I don't know where I got, I was looking at his senior year statistics, okay, Career sacks is twenty three. I went I went one line above the total career. That was he had thirteen and a half in two thousand eight. So his senior year. So he basically got that second round selection based off his senior year because he really didn't do anything his first three years at Florida State. So he had a really good senior year, got drafted, and got to the pros. He lasted five years. So that's about the average time for a linebacker, I mean, a NFL player anyway. He's an undersized defensive end, 6'1", 256. Um, so he had an uphill battle. But back in the day, those are the kind of defensive ends that Florida State recruited. They would convert linebackers to defensive ends. And uh, you can obviously tell that's, you know, I think Ray Lewis was that size, 6'1". He was like 6'1", 260. So, at one point. So, that's really linebacker size. But he played defensive end. So, um, like I said, I felt, I think he's overrated. He was overrated. Um, but kudos for him, to him. He lasted five years in the NFL when he was in. Man, I just lost the page. Okay. Uh, 2008, his senior year, he made a bunch of All-American teams, second team. He got an honorable mention. Um, so, you know, he was a, a freshman All-American his red shirt freshman year. Um, so, I mean, he was a decent player at Florida State, but I still think he was kind of overrated as far as where he got drafted at. So, um, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Um, Everett Brown, overrated or underrated. My next segment is uh kind of different, but I've I've went I've went to this place before and I'm gonna go back. Haters hating during the pandemic. Now 
I just for the life of me I don't understand this man I'm just I'm just a guy that loves Florida State love talking Florida State that's it I'm not trying to become a podcast personality I'm not trying to be like a YouTube sensation this is a hobby I've said this many times so I've been talking about the coronavirus pandemic and somebody I go through a provider for my to to distribute my podcast like it's free um so somebody gonna go somebody went to my provider and told him that i'm giving out corona i'm giving out advice on how to beat the coronavirus i've never said that on any of my podcasts i've never said okay here's the antidote for the coronavirus i don't have one i don't know it but i know this i had all the symptoms of the coronavirus four years ago it did around this exact same time didn't go to a hospital didn't go to a doctor and i'm sitting here talking to you today so obviously what i did helped me stay healthy to this point it may not work for everybody okay that's that's all i'm saying not and i all i've said is get on the internet and do your research but like I said, haters are gonna hate, and it's it's just it's just it's just crazy. You 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 know, mostly people like you got family, you got friends. Instead of worried about them, you worrying about what I'm saying on a podcast. It's it's just insane. It's like hate hating on people is the new normal. Like life is just not complete unless you're hating and trying to stop somebody from being successful man if you're listening to this whoever reported that get a life get a life because it was reviewed and it was ultimately deemed that i said nothing of the sorts of what you reported so podcast is still going you can't stop it Alright, I'm going to be here every day. So, whatever on that. Next up, Norvell's offense. Uh, up-tempo West Coast offense. From what I've seen, yeah, that's what it is. Um, it's designed to get the ball out of your hands quickly. Um, it's designed to put the hands in the ball of a playmaker really quickly. Get that playmaker in space and let him do his thing. And, uh... I think if if James Blackman is the quarterback, that's what you're going. That's going to be a hard thing to make James Blackman get the ball out of his hands quickly because he's always trying to make the big play. He's always trying to throw that bomb to the receiver, which I don't have a problem with if it's there. But this is a up tempo spread shotgun West Coast offense. That's exactly what it is. It's quick, it's quick hitting passing plays, quick hitting run plays. And um, I like it. You know, I'm a I'm a West Coast offense guy. And but you in that type of offense, they're saying that their offense can fit any type of quarterback. We'll see. Um, I think if you have a non-mobile quarterback or limited mobile quarterback. He has to be able to get the ball out of his hands quickly. You can't be slew-footed and 
and and you you don't have a quick release you gotta you, you know you can't have both all right so um i like his offense i, I just wish this uh pandemic would go away so these guys could get back on the field and practice um, so let me know what you think about that segment, Norvell's offense, a up-tempo West Coast offense. Um, next segment, should little kids play tackle football? I say no. I think until you get like to junior high school, seventh grade, you shouldn't play tackle football until then. And I don't really think you should play. Maybe you shouldn't even play until high school. Because, you know, it's just the 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 information that they're putting out uh, putting out about uh, brain injuries and uh, CTE and all that stuff. I mean, it starts in Pop Warner. I think in Pop Warner they should just play flag football. Definitely, um, five five year old doesn't need to be playing tackle football, man. And I would I would venture to say that from five to twelve, it should all be flag football. I, I just don't see you need to learn the fundamentals of the game, and then you can start tackling. You know, when you become like a teenager, thirteen, seventh grade. That's that's what I would recommend. Um, I just think the injuries. Period. Are just too easy to get. And you don't want a kid with a concussion. And every Pop Warner game I've ever seen. There's always one kid that that's that's the same age as the other kids. But physically he doesn't belong on that field with them. And because basically what I'm saying. There's always a kid that's bigger than everybody else. That's just bowling over everybody. And he should be with like. Some kids that's like two or three years older than him. Like, you know, whatever. Um, so it's just food for thought, man. Uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Should little kids play tackle football? Um, last thing. I go to Walmart and I see everything that you need to combat the coronavirus but nobody's buying it everybody's buying toilet paper like and hand sanitizer that's when the, when the when the run started going on toilet paper and hand sanitizer i said to myself like you know soap and water actually works better than hand sanitizer because i'm like you use hand sanitizer when you can't get to water and soap at least that's what i've been taught like it's just like okay, I just touch something that is that's got germs on it or it's wet or whatever. I need to sanitize my hands real quick, but eventually I need to get the soap and water. So, um, the toilet paper thing, I really don't understand it. You know, everybody's joking saying zombie apocalypse. I mean, if everybody turns into zombies. <laughs> I really don't think the toilet paper thing is going to matter. Um, the uh, 
it's just crazy, man. You just, I never thought the world would come to this. Um, but it is what it is. You just gotta, like any situation in life, you gotta uh, uh, adapt and adjust. That's it. You know, take the punch, bob and weave, do what you gotta do to survive. That's it. Um, so that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, be safe. Be courteous. Be respectful. Um, be mindful of your surroundings. Um, be mindful of the surroundings of your home. Watch your neighborhood. Because um, you never know what's going to happen. Um Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And as always, go Knowles.